Let's get into the word a little bit. Father, we thank you for your grace and the anointing. You've been amazing this morning. Thank the Lord for your team. You may be seated. Amen. You can do better than that. Thank the Lord for the worship team. Come on. You're in a season of acceleration. You're in a season of great movement. There's a tremendous flow taking place over God's people. Don't write off people because God's about to move them further than you've ever seen before. Especially concerning finances. You know, process with God and somebody that needs to be processed in the kingdom, it takes time. It's like you can't rush it. But money, it's just a transaction, man. By tomorrow this time. Your financial state can change. Glory. Woo. There's something about taking your money and putting your money where your mouth is. Because the only thing a devil's, the devil's got on you is money. And if he's controlling your money, he's controlling your life. This is a supernatural flow. Let me say this to the volunteers on, on Wednesday, Thursday night. I'll be here. And I'm going to teach you how to accelerate through the kingdom through volunteering. How God can take someone's life and business. And the power of acceleration. Because you are a volunteer. Glory be to God. You understand the term grafting in? You have a tree. That has its roots. And it's been in the ground for 20 years. Kingdom Life Embassy. You come from another church. You come from another ministry. You come from a religious setting. God cuts you off from that branch. And He grafts you into a church. You don't support the church. The church supports you. Because the, the branches don't support the roots. It's the roots that supports the branches. So where this branch should have taken 20 years to pay off a bond. Because this thing gets crafted in. Grafted in. It starts producing after 3 years. Instead of 20 years. How does that work? Through the power of volunteering. We'll share more on Thursday. I'm going to see you on Thursday at 7 p.m. for anybody who wants their lives accelerated. Amen. And then the Lord laid on my heart that I need to start healing school. Come on, raise your expectation, man. There's got to be a flow in the house. There's got to be a flow. Some of you don't know. I'm not talking just about physical healing. There are things, a trauma that people have been through. And we, 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 we're praying with people that are in ICU and families we're visiting and the enemies come after people and brought fear because of the jab and all kinds of stuff. But I'm telling you, faith can reverse this thing and you're going to come into a brand new season of healing and wholeness. So I have a six-week healing program begins the 22nd of October. It's a Saturday from 8 o'clock to 9.30. We'll be ministering to people. I'll be building faith in people. And what God did for me, He's going to do for you. 
before this year ends, healing waters are going to flow to you and to your family. You're going to have miracles on every side. You are not going to walk depressed. You're not going to walk fearful. You're not going to walk anxious. God is still a miracle working God. Come on, somebody. What, God, what the doctor said would take place in nine months. God did in nine days. There's healing in this place. All God is looking for is somebody with a little bit of faith. Come on, we're going to preach this thing and someone's going to flow in healing. There's something, there's, the, there's a difference between you being healed and you walking in divine health. Because if you get healed from your disease and something else comes up, you've got to come back to me. But divine health says, I swim in these waters and I ain't getting out. Divine healing is my portion. Clap your hands one more time for Jesus. I've got to release what's in my spirit for you. Amen and amen. Let's deal this morning. Father, thank you for your grace. Holy Spirit, you are so amazing. Thank you for the anointing, your grace and your favor. Someone is getting a breakthrough in this place. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. He's a wonderful father. Come on, somebody. He's a good, good father. Amen. I want to just touch quick, briefly on dominion over time. Dominion over time. We are dealing with Ezekiel 47 in these waters. I don't want to go through all the details for the sake of time. But it speaks about how the prophet had seen how these, these waters attached the ankles, uh, the measurement into the knees, which is, deals with your righteousness before God. Then deals with a river that could not be crossed, one in which one must swim. And it speaks about healing um, and restoring and bringing life wherever it goes. And that's your life. When you get into the kingdom of God and you begin to flow with kingdom purpose and the power of God, things begin to happen for you that, happen, that doesn't happen for other people. Things happen for you at a pace that doesn't happen for other people. Because you are swimming kingdom waters. Come on somebody, say amen this morning. Because um, you, you are in a season... Um, when we speak about this river, we're speaking about a supernatural flow. A supernatural flow. It is what Adam lived under. In the supernatural flow, there's something I want you to pay attention to, please. It's really important. You understand that man was supposed to live forever on earth. Man does live forever. But there's a time span on earth is given time to fulfill purpose. But at the beginning of time, it wasn't like that. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1 quickly. The man that God created called Adam, he did not live in time. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. After the fall, after he sinned, after Satan came in, he created this thing, this thing that was set in time, this, this, this living thing, Kronos, it's called time. So man's born into time. That's why we can tell your birth date and when you got born again, we can tell that. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam in the day that God created man. He made him in the likeness of God. He created him, them male and female, he blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness, 
after his image and named him Seth. After he begot Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years. And he had sons and daughters. Adam had to speak himself to death. Because the man that God made lives forever. Your spirit lives forever. And so anytime you begin to speak death over your own life, you cancel your future. You need to learn how to speak life. You were supposed to live forever. There is no reason why, uh, because of the curse, is the only reason why people are struggling to live. This is the same reason why in time, Jesus is 33 and a half years old and his time is up. Not because he was old or sickly. It's because it was finished. The work was finished. He fulfilled his purpose. Men who walked with God who were no more. People say, well, the Lord took him away. No, every person that the Lord took away went away alive. Enoch walked with the Lord and then he was no more. You can't find Moses' grave. His eyes were not dim, but God took him. His assignment was over, 120 years old. And so when you look at Jesus or Moses or Enoch, and the beginning with Adam, is that you were supposed to have dominion over time. I know this is new for many people, but I want you to know that there is something I had because God... If, let me just go through this thing quickly and then we can just bed some truths. When you, when you understand the power of time and what it does to you, it's the place where the devil works. Time is the place where the devil would put you, um, give you a bond and then keep you locked up in his time for 20 years. Or put you in a job and get you to be paid once a month for 12, you know, out of 365 days. It's his system to keep you bound. Keep you in debt. And so you pay your house off for 20 years. And on the 19th year and the 11th month, he comes and repossesses it. For you to start again in his system. He doesn't want you free. He doesn't want you outside of his time. Sitting by the dock of the bay. Wasting time. But we have a different group of people. That are walking in dominion. Who has dominion over time. We are not wasting time. We are shifting time. We have a people in this place. That can say by tomorrow. This time. Come on. Are there any believers? in this place because God needs somebody to believe the prophet that I have a word for you that if you are, will believe what I'm telling you, somebody's going to receive a breakthrough by tomorrow this time. Now watch the power of living above time. Jesus' first miracle was dominion over time. You don't have real dominion until you have dominion over time. 
so you break your arm and it is, they tell you it's going to take three months to heal. When God heals it instantly, what did he do? He interrupted time. Because he took you out of the man-made, out of time, lifts you up, yields you. It's called the supernatural. And then brings you back into time. And all of a sudden, your body is healed. What did he just do? He interrupted time. What is a miracle? The miracle a miracle is the finger of God interrupting time. We're going to preach this. Until the church gets it, until somebody gets their breakthrough and begins to believe God again. And that says by tomorrow this time I can be healed, my body can be healed. Now listen, it's very important. This is important because he wants to keep you in a job and he wants to keep you out of faith. Now you can be in your job and still in faith and get your stuff. So Jesus comes to this wedding. And they're out of wine. You know the story, he puts water into those, gives instruction. And as they went to serve the, the master of ceremonies, the water turns into wine. And so what did he do? He condensed time. Because he had dominion over time. Which wine, good wine that have taken 20 years to make, and then left them in the wine business because there was so much small. Come on, somebody. Because he gave them that as a wedding gift. The winery, a, a wine business. He just accelerated their time. So let's think about what we're speaking about. Having dominion over time. And the Lord will help me this morning that we have dominion over this clock. If I pay up your bond that you started last year with, tomorrow, are you going to receive that, William? You, you see, some of you, if I wake up in the morning and the Lord tells me, the money you're receiving now is not yours, it's William's. I've got to give it to him. Because otherwise I'm a thief. Oh, he will sow into that word, won't he? What have I just done? What have I just done? If I come and pay your bond up in full, by tomorrow this time, I've accelerated your life 20 years. Because now, instead of staying in time and listening to the people who own the bond keep you in bondage with the phone calls all the time. You wake up every morning creating wealth to leave a blessing for your children's children. I just brought you out of bondage. I've just accelerated, I've, I've accelerated your life 20 years. Anybody going to believe God for a miracle this morning? If I pay up your car tomorrow morning, and it's six years you're paying off your car. 
I've just accelerated your life six years. Because instead of paying off a car note, I now get to go and build, take that same money I was, I was paying off that. I now get to invest in a different place. That when I get to six years from now, the money and company that I invested in here, my children's children begin to experience the blessing of being... Everybody shout dominion over time. You can only get it in these waters. You can only get it when you swim these waters because it only comes by faith. And anybody that refuses faith, it gets stuck in time. Now I've got to wait. Now I've got to wait for God. Healing in your body. They told me that. Son, well, not son, but the doctor said to me, nine months. Now hand over the ministry. And this was the neurologist. And because the last person that I saw had exactly what you've got 13 years ago and had to stop working. And I went home and I said, well, Lord, what do you say? He says, well, you're not that man, are you? You this man. You're a man of faith. You can listen to my voice and I can accelerate it for you, son. And I can bring you out of bondage. And we can break this thing and let the devil go to hell. We're not going to stay in time. We're going to lift people out of that. Come on, somebody. You've been waiting for a long time for your stuff. And you were hoping that it would come through the world system. Yeah, let me say this to you, John 10.10. 10. The devil who comes to kill, steal, and destroy hasn't got the power, the will, or even the nature to fix your life. His job description is kill, steal, and destroy. The only person who can bring you out is Jesus who's come to give you life and life in abundance to the full until it overflows. You need to clap your hands this morning. Hallelujah. Let's deal with the supernatural. You're in a river. You need to understand this. What is the supernatural? It's not magic or mysticism. Super means above and beyond. So when we speak about the supernatural, it's above your natural. It's above and beyond your natural. Natural means creation. It means time, space, and matter. So when God begins to bring you into the flow of Ezekiel 47, He is bringing you into a place that is beyond time, space, and matter. That you can override time with your faith. That what, 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 what would take you 20 years to accomplish a thing, God can do in, in a year. Look at your neighbors and don't write me off. It looks like I'm far behind, but I am telling you I'm in these waters and God is teaching me how to swim. Come on, let your neighbor know with a boldness I am swimming these waters and I'm going to stay with God because there's something upon my life. You wrote me off too soon. The world told me it can't happen, but I've come to let the world know that this is a supernatural thing. This is a supernatural flow that when I get married, then they 
here. I'm going to swim these waters. My husband and I will do more than others that have been married for 30 years. What's God doing? He's turning water into wine. What's he doing? He's taking out the process. Woo! Zechariah speaks about this vision that he has. About these two lampstands. And they're burning with light. Because there's oil in them. But he says, I'm looking at a tree. It says the pipes are plugged directly into the tree. This olive tree. And the oil from that tree is flowing straight into these lampstands. And the lights are being lit. The the lamps are being lit and it's burning. What is that? That's God taking the process out. It's called the anointing. When God puts the anointing upon you, what should have taken you 30 years and uh, to, to, to do a build a business, uh, God's about to do something brand new in this place uh, that says, I'm in a season of acceleration. Come on, shout. I'm in my season of acceleration. Only the devil will tell you to wait for 30 years. We don't have 30 years. I need that baby now. That business must manifest now. I'm only speaking to the matured. I know that if you're the matured one, just wave your hand a little bit this morning. And so, God would not have given you faith if you could not live above time. Faith allows you to live above time. The important thing here is that you need to believe God. Because super is what man lived in, in the beginning. I live above the natural. That when I get to a place where I'm supposed to enter into and they say no, I'm like, you're speaking to the wrong person. You need to go and find me the supervisor to open up these doors because I ain't going back. I'm only moving forward. And the power of God is going to be seen upon my place, upon my life. The reason why God gave man faith, because he fell into time. So God gives you faith to live in this dimension called the supernatural. Faith is the legal entrance to the supernatural dimension. So everyone has been given a measure of faith. You better use yours. Amen. You better grow yours. Amen. I want to say this. I want to say it properly and you need to write it down. If God never meant for man to have dominion over time, you would have never given him faith. Because faith operates on a higher level than time. Let me say this to somebody. Me taking 20 years to pay off a bond that is supposed to be paid off in 20 years, is no testimony. You're quiet. Me taking, I took six years to pay off my car. That's not a testimony. 
I mean, the, the world can do that. How's that a supernatural thing? Stay in your job for six years. Take care of your accounts. Be a good steward. And you, yes, all your health can put clay and patal. That's not a testimony. It's when I pay my house off in two years. That becomes God's super on my natural. So Dr. Winston, we're sitting, he's speaking to all the partners. He says, let me tell you about faith. This thing stirred everything inside of me. God gives him a new retail space. The largest retail space in Chicago for all business people, especially like the black and disadvantaged, to come and bring their products in there and the shelves are stacked. It's like the best in Chicago. But the retail space is 7 million rand, 7 million dollars. And he goes before God and he says, oh, how do you mean to pay this? Three years, four years, the Lord says, oh no. You're paying this off in seven weeks. First week he pays off the first million, second dollars. The next week, the second million dollars. The third week he purposely doesn't pay it. They don't call him. He calls him up and says, why aren't you phoning me? He was bragging on the supernatural. And God paid that building off in seven weeks. Uh, and this thing got done because he was in a supernatural flow. Come on, somebody, you got to stay in the flow with God. You got to stay in the anointing because this, this, these rivers go there. That whatever God has called you to do, there's no large debt. You're the devil, that is his system. And we're going to break this thing. Not just for healing, but for debt as well. How are we doing for time? John chapter 6 verse 15. Healing, the doctor will say, honey, it's going to take time. Let me tell you online, you've been watching my service. I'm telling you, there's a supernatural flow. The Lord says, don't take the doctor's report. Whose report will you believe? There is a prophet in this place. I didn't, God didn't have to bring a demonstration, but he did through my life. He didn't have to because he's God all by himself. His word is true. His word will not return void. But I am telling you for somebody that is online, there is a flow coming to you. The Lord says, don't take their report. Get out of that flow. Get out of that soul, soulish thinking. Get into the river with God and healing will flow to you. And what God did for me in nine days, you will get up from that sick bed and out of ICU, you will get out from that flow and you'll come into a brand new flow with God and you will get your healing and you will keep your healing. Everybody agree with me right now and say amen there's something about being in the kingdom of God when the doctor says healing takes time I heard faith is now John chapter 6 and verse 15 therefore when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king he departed again to the mountain by himself alone Remember, the one that shows you dominion over time is Jesus himself. He demonstrates it all the time. When they look for taxes, he says, don't let's offend them. Go down, you find the first fish that you catch. There's money in its mouth. And just pay the taxes. Just get done with it. You're quiet. 
Just shout. Say, get done with it, man. Say, be done with this debt. Just say it. Can you be bold enough to say, we're done with this debt? I don't, I feel a lot of unbelief in this place. I, I don't, I don't feel the response in this place. Say, be done with this debt. Say, say, we're out of debt. Shout it. Say, we're out of debt. We're going to buy this house cash. We're going to go and we're going to get the best price for this thing. We're going to get this thing the way God said it. We're going to stay in the flow. Don't you let anybody come and talk you out of the flow. Don't let them talk you out of the flow. Listen to this. You've got to be taught to doubt. Did you listen to your children when, you, when they speak to you? And say, Daddy, I want a bike. And you say, you're getting the bike next month. That child got no doubt in his head that that bike won't come. You've got to come back the end of next month and say, Boy, I'm sorry. You know COVID. It's like, what? He's expecting that bike. He's got to get into disappointment after disappointment to be taught how to doubt. That's why I don't, I don't, I, Dr. Winston said, let me, let me give it to you. Just look at your neighbor and say, treat doubt like dope. Stay far away from it. Stay far away from it. Amen. <laughs> Stay away from it. Because if you doubt in your heart, you create a problem in the flow. So when disappointment comes after disappointment, the children even look at you and say, but the God that you serve, you said next, next week this time. Now doubt sets in and they, take, they check your word out. That's what happens here. Now you see, when you're dealing with your apostle, and why God would even take me through the processes is that my life would be a demonstration for you. That you will not have your next holiday in Umshlanga. You can go to Rome, honey. You can go all by yourself. You can go and sit and have your own meal and say, Jaten. Amen. Don't let the devil lie to you, man. God had to use my life even around healing and say, I'm telling you, God didn't put the sickness on me, but He's using it as a demonstration that He's able to heal and deliver and set you free. Everybody say nine days. When I walked in there, they, the people looked at me, the nurses came out, the doctors came out, and everybody said, but you shouldn't be doing this. What happened to him? I said, do you really want to know? I said, there's a tree that was planted inside of me and God pulled it out by its roots in nine days. Do you understand that your apostle is, I don't have a pain in my body. Come on, when he heals, he heals completely. When he delivers, he delivers you completely. When he brings you out of debt, he brings you out completely. When he sets you free, he sets you free completely. Everybody shout. Oh Lord, let's finish this. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea. Got into the boat and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was already dark and Jesus had not come to them. 
Then the sea arose because of a great, because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat, and they were afraid. But he said to them, it is I. Do not be afraid. He was saying, I am the one who has dominion over time. I don't know what you're rowing against and how tough it is right now. But somebody needs to know that Jesus has dominion over your situation this morning. Jesus has dominion. The power of the kingdom is here to bring you out. Come on, somebody. I know that you've been struggling. You've been struggling to get this arrow and this thing. God is trying to redirect your life. But someone's about to get that immediately. Come on. Come on. Here's the key. Everybody read with me. Then they. Let's say they. That means all of us. Come on, we're in this boat. We are Kingdom Life Embassy. We are in this boat. We are rowing. We're getting our buildings built. Come on, somebody. Our monies are coming in. We are involved in food security, in farming. Come on, somebody. We're involved in movies. We're involved in media. We're involved in all kinds of business. Come on. This is fiber. This is all kinds of business that we are involved in. We are teaching. We are training. We are rowing in this boat. But I've come to make an announcement for the month of October. Here's your announcement. Then they willingly received him into the boat. And everybody shout immediately. Say immediately. This is our boat. We are rowing this boat. We have sons and daughters sewing into this boat. We have children that are rowing with us in this boat. We got businesses in this boat. We got new marriages in this boat. We got children in this boat. It's been a struggle for a while. And the devil brought all kinds of winds to blow against this boat. But because we have dominion over time, somebody shout amen. Well, then they willingly received him into the boat. Is Jesus in your boat? Is Jesus in your business? Or are you going to keep on toiling and struggling by yourself? Dominion over time. And the boat was at the land where they were going. I'm going to read... The scripture again. You read with me. Are you willingly receiving Jesus? Are you going to receive Jesus into your business? Are you going to receive him into your home? Because he has dominion over time. How far were they from the shore? I don't know. All we know is that they were in a struggle. Now read with me. Then they willingly received him into the boat. And immediately, the boat was at the land where they were going. Everybody shout immediately, man. Shout immediately over your family. Call your business name and say immediately. Speak to your family name and say immediately. Speak over Kingdom Life Embassy. Say immediately. The question you have to ask, and I'm going to preach for the last seven minutes. Why does this not work for everyone? We speak about swimming in these waters. We speak about staying in the flow. How do we do this? You're asking a good question. Look at your neighbor and say, that's a good question you're asking. Amen. 
Because the two things are required. We spoke about that. Number one is to believe in the Lord your God who gave you the word. His word cannot return void. Number two, you need to believe in his prophet. Let me tell you something as a secret. I have family members that are in deep trouble. And they would speak to me and I would encourage them. But they wouldn't receive from me. Because I'm Brother Max and not the apostle appointed. Anytime you make this river common and you make the anointing common, the anointing you respect is the anointing you receive. The anointing that you honor is the... That's why my word, my words, everything I spoke into the United States and back, it came to pass. Everything. Let me give you one more. So the girls went shopping in New York and I need to take a couple of hours to go and shop. I mean, just give me my stuff. If you can send it to my room at my size, I'm happy, of course. I've got to go to the shops and I don't like walking around. You know, then this and then that. I mean, I don't know which guy does it, but not me. Give me my stuff, give me my size and deliver it. I walk into the shop and an hour goes by and I've got nothing. I'm like, this is a problem. How can I be in this place and these things not be added? Now I am telling you now, I command the heavenlies. I say angels now, hear me. I didn't come into the shop to waste my time. And I'm now going to command things and if you have to knit me, whatever you have to knit in the shop while I'm here, but you're going to make this thing come to pass and you're going to bring me my sizes the way I like it and this is the way it's going to work in the shop right now. Come on. Do you believe you have dominion over time? The next minute, they're pulling out stuff. Fit this on. This is like, no, this doesn't fit me. And I don't like it. And the next minute, they come back. Oh, dad, this is yours. Sir, this will fit you. Oh no, this is, they brought all my stuff in an hour. I then went, no, I'm, I, true story. I got jackets, I got shirts, I got shoes, I got pants, I got casuals, I got, I, no, 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 I'm not, I'm, don't get mad, you are in the same river. When I am sharing my stuff, it's to stir somebody's faith to say, listen, listen, you're going to have to bring the stuff that I need. Because I'm not there for show. You're wasting my time. I could be writing a book. I could be preaching. Who wants to walk through the shops? When I was done, they sat me down after three hours. They came and took care of me. I mean, the bags are with me. The lady says, can we now go into our own shopping? I said, perfect. Did you remember I did you a, a live streaming out of a shop? They were shopping. I was done. I'm sitting back and enjoying my day rather putting faith in people's hearts and minds is because I got my stuff. Because when you are in dealing with dominion in time, that means you're going to have to fetch my stuff. You're wasting my time, devil. I must run and go and look after everything. No, all these things shall be 
added unto me when I put the kingdom first. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. This is the kingdom. You are in kingdom waters. You're not working for the stuff. I can tell you that our holiday, it, the value of it was about 500,000, just under 500,000 rand. Never paid a cent for it. Never went into debt for it. Because I can say, oh, I had the best holiday, but I'm having to pay off the holiday. What is that? That's stressful. Come on, all these things shall be added unto me. You are in kingdom waters. And I'm prophesying that new holidays paid in full for everybody. Shout an amen. Second Chronicles 2020. Don't let the enemy rob you, man, of the word. Don't let him rob you of the power of God's word, man. Please be seated for a minute. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. If you don't believe the word of God, you're in trouble already. Number two is that you must have a relationship with your prophet. There are people that I speak to and I can say, even though I prayed for you, you don't believe me. I cannot help anybody who doesn't believe my voice. I'm not here to convince you. I'm not here to, because you must Everywhere across the globe, listen to me. You must have somebody that you believe in their voice to take you down to where you need to be. For you to prosper, you're going to have to say, that man's voice is important to me. That's my pastor. That's my apostle. That's the man of God. That's the set man over my life. My life is prospering because of that man. I am not talking about me. I am talking about the kingdom of God. Because God, it's not just His word in heaven. It's the man of God that is given you in the earth. And if you don't trust that voice, you are in trouble. Go with me quickly to 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1. Unbelief is expensive. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time, they're sitting with a serious famine and the people are in serious trouble. Tomorrow about this time, a seal of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two seals of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned towards, leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. He doubts the word of the prophet. The prophet came to announce that the drought is over. We've come to announce that the pandemic is over. We've come to announce uh, that you're in a new season and a new flow. Now somebody can sit back and say, well, that's just Max. You've forgotten that there's a grace of God upon me for you. I had three people in the United States. Two were not married. One's marriage was in trouble. Flew out the one. Two of them flew out to the, from the United States, came here, prayed for them, prayed for their partners. They both married. The one's got two children. Found a beautiful girl married. Another one in the States. I spoke about Andrew last week. 
Marriage is in trouble. He comes and he says, you're a prophet. Come and prophesy over my marriage. Come and teach me. Then before I leave, I said, I need to get onto the, onto the flight. That was seven years ago. He says, you can't leave without praying over my land. I said, I'm not sure if this is your piece of property that you want, but your property is going to find you. He shows me his house when I came back this time. Wouldn't let me leave and blessed me. How is it that they treat me as a prophet with a word for them? But I see you every week and I can't help you. Your dishonor becomes a problem in the house because you don't believe the word of the prophet. You see me as, ah, it's just your buddy. The people are trying to warn and I'm like, the Lord says, keep quiet. I got word for certain people. I can't release it until honor comes back into their hearts. Because the prophetic and it's the supernatural flows in a place of honor. And if you honor the word of God and you honor the prophet, it will flow to you. But anytime you dishonor me, God will shut me down and say, don't give it. Don't release it. Because the supernatural only flows in a place of honor. You must learn how to honor the word of God and the word, the man of God that God sent you. Like God is wasting my time. Let me tell this to everybody. The person that God is protecting the most is his servants that he raised, the pastors and leaders. He protects him and his children and his family because they become assets in the hand of God. And God would, he will deal with me if there's anything he has to deal with me. But on a Sunday morning or anytime I open up my mouth, there's a prophetic word I believe for you and for your family. And I've watched people come out out of six months of, of damage. I look at Ronaldo and the kind of damage in the court cases. And he says, Dad, what must I do? I said, you stand right there. You got no lawyer. You can't afford a lawyer. But I'm saying stand right there because the anointing is backing you. And the devil is going to have to bow. He's going to take his hands off your house. Sir. He's going to take his hands off your children. He's going to take his, hand, his hands off your business. Sir, because you are in a different flow. And I've come to let you know, in one day, God took that thing and turned his situation around that by tomorrow this time he walked into that meeting when all these men and these wolves were coming after his house he walked in with the money he says now back off here's the money I don't even want a discount I'm letting you know the power of God is in this place you're gonna have to learn how to honor the word of God and honor the man of God I try to be your pastor and I hang around with a lot of people to love them and and and. But familiarity becomes a disease for you. Because you forget that I've got something on me for you. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city and we shall die there. We don't know what's beyond this day and beyond this world, but we have a word from a man of God that says by tomorrow this time. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. I mean, we're going to die anyway. Let's get into the flow. Let's get into the flow of God's word. 
Because there's a man of God who prophesied that we're in a new season and a new day. And it looks like in the natural nothing is happening for us. But I've come to let somebody know that there is a flow in this place. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. I got a word for somebody. God's going to surprise you this week. For the Lord. Why? His word cannot return void. So what's God after? The, the word preached. Now God can move on the word. You can't have faith for anything you've never heard. Why must I preach dominion over time? Because someone's never heard it. And if somebody can believe it, someone's going to get it. Because what if some would not believe? Would it make the word of God of none effect? Certainly not. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses. The noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. You understand that the devil is a crazy devil. And he'll mess with your mind. So every enemy that's coming against you and your family, the devil can make that people hear stuff. That's not even true. That makes them nervous. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. So Dr. Winston in his, in his mall, he's got, he wants to go into a place of, of getting um, a restaurant. It's called the Harvest. The Harvest? The food is amazing in there. But let's speak about the story before the Harvest came. There was a restaurant there, and these guys are not born again, but they're paying rent and blah, 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 and Dr. Winston needs the space. And he starts to say by tomorrow this time. <laughs> One Sunday after church, at midnight they call him. These guys, we don't know what happened. They left cell phones. They left fridges. They left everything and they fled. They walked in there the next day, tried to find these guys, gone, everybody was gone. They got the space, loaded with everything they needed, revamped the place. The Harvest Restaurant is in there. They started that thing with someone else's stuff. Let me announce it. I am telling you that devil's going to flee. Somebody's been living in your house that should have been dead free. Someone's been driving your car. They don't serve the Lord. Listen, listen, listen. For everybody that doesn't serve the Lord, what is the, 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 what is the, what is the job description of a sinner? You work hard for your stuff to give it over to the righteous. Let me say it again to you. It's their job description. You don't want to serve God? Fine. You're going to work hard for your stuff. And then when it's all built up, you must come and you must bring it to me because I am the righteousness of God. Because the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the just. Everybody shout yes. God's got to work for the sinner. You don't want to serve him? Fine. You're on your own. And the stuff that you build up, my children's children are going to eat it. 
How did they get him to do that? And when the lepers came to the, to the outskirts of the camp, they went into the in one tent and ate and drank. Someone's going to understand that. You're going to eat and drink, but I'm calling you into the palace to enjoy a whole week in the palace. Go and eat and drink for free there. Amen. And it carried from its silver and gold and clothing. Someone's getting a brand new wardrobe. Amen. And went and hid them. And they came back and entered another tent and carried from there also and went and hid it. They had so much. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news. We're not doing right. This is a day of good news. Listen, listen, listen. Your apostle didn't go and take what God had given him and hid it and didn't tell you the testimony. I've come to tell you the good news that your shopping will not be local anymore. You're going to do your shopping overseas. You're going to walk into the best. Come on. I need somebody to believe the prophet this morning. I am not being materialistic. I am telling you that your father is a good father. That God is a good God. Don't let religion keep you from the kingdom flow. Hmm. This is the good news. Come on, shout. Good news. Let's just move forward because, because I have to end. Pick up verse 14. Therefore they took chariots with horses and the king sent them into the direction of the Syrian army saying, go and see. And they went in after them to Jordan. Pick up verse 16. I want to pick up the story with this young man. Then the people went out and plundered the tents of the Syrians. So a seer of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel according to the word of the Lord. Now the king had appointed the officer on whose hand he had leaned to have charge of the gate. But the people trampled him in the gate and he died just as the man of God had said who spoke when the king came down to him. So it happened just as the man of God had spoken to the king saying two seers of barley for a shekel and a sea of fine flour for a shekel shall be sold tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. Dominion over time. Everybody shout dominion over time. Then that officer who had answered the man of God, don't you answer me back and say, ah, oh, what does this man of God think he's doing? What happens to you? You get trampled in the spirit, man. Your life spiritually is over if there is nothing, if you don't have a prophet that is speaking over your life. Then that officer who had answered the man of God and said, now look, if the Lord had could make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. So, and so it happened to him, for the people trampled him in the gate and he died. Unbelief is a dangerous game. Dishonoring prophets that God puts in your midst. Like God was wasting my time the whole week to come and just, you know, let's jump up and down in the church. He prepared me with the word for you and told me this is the direction you need to go into, son. Because somebody in this house, it could just be one person that has been trusting and waiting for me. But I'm telling that person this morning that there is an overtaking that will take place in this season. Because you've been on the back foot for the last eight, ten months. But God says, watch me now. Watch me and the impact you're going to make in the season. Watch what will happen to you and your children in the season. There is a fresh anointing. There's a fresh flow. There's an increase in this place. Everybody shout, Amen.
Here's the word. Don't become cynical over the... Pro- Just leave it right there for now. Put it, put it right there for now. I feel there's still a flow. And I want us to stay in the flow. I feel that God is doing something for everybody online. Do not become cynical over the prophetic. It's dangerous. For your spirit, it's a dangerous place. People demonize what they cannot duplicate. Did you not see me being healed? Were you not witnesses of what God has done in my life? Did you not see the holidays? Did you not see God pay the bills? Do you not see God lift us up as a family? Who's speaking into your life? You become critical over the prophetic. Because the last season, all that the pandemic did was make people crazy, lose their faith, lose their minds, walk away from the the, the flow. And of course, you become swampy because you're on the side and you're criticizing everybody and their breakthroughs. I can tell you how I got mine, man. Cheated nobody. Stole from nobody. Trusting in the Lord with all of my heart. And I've come with a word for that, for somebody in this place that can believe that God can finish your year strong this year. That you're going to end of 2022, not as a cynic and a critic, but somebody who can flow with the purposes of God and begin to believe the word of a prophet and say, Lord, I'm not backing down this season. This is my season. This is my time. My healing is here. My deliverance is here. Come on, stand to your feet and begin to believe the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Go. says you lost money you lost holidays you lost time you lost relationships you lost jobs you lost businesses you lost opportunities you lost momentum but according to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15 see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. You're in a season where God is redeeming the time. 
He is redeeming those opportunities. The word redeem means it's a monetary term. It means that God in the supernatural can buy back what you lost and say where you struggled in the last three years. I'm going to move you right to the front of the queue. I'm going to buy back the opportunities. I'm going to buy back the momentum. I'm going to buy back your health. I'm going to buy back your money. I'm going to buy back your opportunities. Some people, most people are wasting time. You in the kingdom of God, you are shifting time. And for that, you're going to need faith. Joel chapter 2 verse 21. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice for the Lord has done marvelous things. You're going to look back at 2022. This is going to be your word. You can take your family and say, family, let's lift our hands. And let's look back at what the Lord has done. This is you, the 31st of December, 2022. Health, money, soul, salvation, deliverance. You're going to look back and you say, the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field. For the open pastures are springing up. And the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine heal their strength. Be glad then, you children of Kingdom Life Embassy. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For He has given you the former rain faithfully. And He will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Oh glory be to God. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat. And the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. So, I will restore to you the days. I will restore to you the months. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. The crawling locusts, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts. My great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. Who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall. My people. The Lord says I'm jealous for my people. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I'm in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God and there's no other. Say it one more time with me, everybody. My people shall never. Say it like, say never. Say devil never. Come on somebody, there's a never. Say never. You'll never be put to shame. Let the devil go to hell. Done with standing in queues. Done with waiting for your stuff. By tomorrow this time, there's a fresh word. Ooh, I felt that ooh, in the atmosphere. Ooh, there is a 24-hour turnaround taking place in this house. Someone needs to get into that river. That river at supernatural will take you there. I don't know what you're trusting God for, but it's in this place. Hallelujah. Just worship the Lord for a minute.
receive that, receive that, receive that. pray for your servant this morning. Lift your hands, son. Lift them both. You're going to need both hands where you're going to. I prophesy that upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. You thought God has forgotten you. You're thinking, God, this is not for me. But there's a word over your life that you're coming into a new flow, son. You're coming into a new flow. Now receive it this time and hold on to the prophetic word, says the Lord. It is your season. It is your time. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody else, just lift your hands and lift them high. In my spirit, it is the, there is a grace for people to travel overseas who have never traveled before. Listen to this apostle. There is a grace upon me to lift you by the word that I prophesy. To bring you into a new place of traveling the globe and becoming what God has called you to be. You need to break out of this local space. I'm not trying to impress anybody. But listen to me, mom and dad. Don't you train your children only for this nation. We are a global village. And don't you, I'm, I'm telling you what, by the Spirit of God, I'm telling you. Do not let your children only believe that this is it. There's a functional world outside. And there's things that they can think differently, speak differently, learn differently. It's outside of this. I'm preaching a word for your children. That they're going to learn how to function in kingdom waters. They will not get lost in the world. Because we're going to train them up for kingdom dominion in kingdom time. Everybody said amen. Uh, head bowed and eye closed. You don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This is your moment. This is your time. You must be born again. You must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot see the kingdom. How can you ever have dominion over time if you're not born again? How do I know, you know, if the Lord's speaking to me? Well, the Holy Spirit is already convicting you. You can sense the flutter. There's like a, a, a movement inside of you and you're sensing, what is this? That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. No, no, I, I, I was born again. T tell me when. Give me the date of when you got born again. When you said yes to Jesus. When you broke out of a kingdom, of, out of a religious system. Tell me the day you said yes to Jesus. You must be born again to swim these waters. Father, we thank you this morning. For anybody that doesn't know you. That they would have a God encounter. And really learn how to swim these waters and come into their destiny, into their purpose. If that's you this morning, just pray this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. Come into my heart. Give me a brand new start. Let me live for you. From this day forward, I want to swim with you. 
teach me your kingdom teach me your principles let me live for you the way you want me to in Jesus name everybody said amen and amen if you mean business with God and you, want, you, you pray that prayer sincerely from your heart this is your moment that you can just lift your hand and say pastor that's me I'm making right with the Lord this morning amen amen and amen let's receive communion everybody online glory be to Jesus 1st Corinthians chapter 11 take having communion very very seriously your life depends upon it take this moment seriously it must be in faith for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed he took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same manner he also took the cup of the supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner somebody outside of faith you don't believe in the finished work of Christ you don't believe that by his stripes you were healed you're not gonna be healed you, you, you just take it as, 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 as some religious act that's what he's saying it's an unworthy manner when you're having communion you're partaking of the bread and it is by faith that it is his body and when you partake of his body it means that his body who is healed I now get healing in my body because I'm eating in a worthy manner therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord but let a man examine himself ask yourself are you in faith this morning are you really in the river do you really believe that his word says when I partake of this anything in my psyche my soul my physical body emotional healing it all happens here gets fixed here let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner that means you can't eat of this condemned there's no condemnation for those in Christ for whoever eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning what the body did for him that there's healing and forgiveness you can't still bring up your past and everybody else's past you're gonna have to know when we took communion and we broke bread we don't bring up those things anymore why because the blood has washed us Amen. are you blood washed Amen. then how can you still walk in condemnation how can you still bring up people's past how can you still bring walk in condemnation you understand why people this is what he says he says for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many sleep that means many have early deaths 
There are people that, are, that have died that should never have died. Because when I partake of this, there's life in my body. Because this is the body of Christ. This is His body and this is His blood. Now you can say, it's just bread and it's just juice. Well, you and your unbelief, sick, weak, early days. Hmm? You can't afford to walk in unbelief. It's very expensive. It'll cost you your life. Don't play around with us. You need to know today that when you are taking partaking of this, you need to know that I'm not condemned anymore. There's no fear. Come on, somebody. Everything about your life changes. This partaking of the body means that as I eat this, Christ and I are one. This bread will form part of my body for good. And I can do it often. And I walk in divine health. And I have peace of mind. And I'm one with Christ. Come on, this is healing school stuff. Communion is part of your healing. Come on. But whatever you need this morning, we call you healed. We call you whole. Because there's, if it's not in Christ, it doesn't belong in you. So receive it. Apparently, if you've got a lot of sin, you need a big cup. I'm blood washed. I'm cleansed. So say it after me. Say, I'm washed. Say, I'm washed in his blood. Say, I'm brand new. Say, I'm a new creation in Christ. Say, I'm delivered. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm forgiven. And I'm loved. Now receive. Hallelujah. Father, we just bless you today for this awesome word in the house. I thank you for every son and daughter that this is our season of acceleration and restoration in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you believe that word, lift up your hands right now with expectancy for God to do exceedingly abundantly above, more than you could ever ask or even imagine. I thank you, Father God, for sons and daughters that are in the flow of the Spirit, my God. They're coming into a new uh, dimension of power and authority in the name of Jesus. I command right now everything that is out of alignment in their lives I speak alignment right now in the name of Jesus come on the word of God says that you command your day open up your mouth right now and command victories for your household command victories in your body command victories over your family command victories over your your business right now in the name of Jesus I thank you for the shifting right now in Jesus mighty name where there's been doubt over your life in the name of Jesus I decree that the faith of God will now arise your atmosphere now is charged with the faith of God in the name of Jesus son and daughter of God you will only believe the word of God I cut off every life of the enemy today I shut it from your ears right now and decree and declare that you hear the voice of the good shepherd you know 
know which way to go. You know what to do because you are in the flow of the Spirit of God. This river is taking you to places that you have dreamed of. There is a suddenly coming for your life. The things that you have been praying for, you will now see manifest in your life in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that right now, give God the loudest shout that you have ever had in Jesus' mighty name. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. We will receive the offering for everybody online. Glory be to Jesus. It's found in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 10. This is your season of double. And everybody said amen. amen. Now listen to your apostle. God does nothing outside of faith. He does nothing outside of love. And he does nothing without a seed. Those three things must be in place. You've got some faith. Did you get some faith this morning? Did you forgive somebody this morning and say we're going to stay in love? Amen. Number three is you must have seed. That's the threefold cord. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere, everywhere. And in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come guys, work. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but only you. This is a giving church. This is a generous church. I prophesy that over you in the name of Jesus. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. This is what he says. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Did you know that you have a heavenly account? When you start to sow into the kingdom, serve in the kingdom, begin to give your time and your talent for the kingdom, you have an account. You open a, a kingdom account. And everything that you do for God, it goes into as a deposit into that account. That's what he's saying. So that it produces fruit from your account. It says, indeed, I have all in abound. I am full having received from Epaphroditus the things sent to me from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice while pleasing to God. So anytime you serve, you came in early in the morning, you swept the floor, the media team, whatever you do as a volunteer, it's not waste. It's in your account. You led somebody to the Lord, that's beautiful. You souls, save souls, is wise. When you sow, when you serve, when you give, it's in your account. Don't ride on mine. I, I made my deposit. I mean, my daughter comes every now and again, makes a withdrawal from my account and flies business class with me. But it's my account. My wife and I have an account with God. We sow seed and we help people and we help families and, and we build and we sow as God would lead us. And when I make a demand from that account, it's not an overdraft. 
everything you do goes to your account. You can't come and claim a million here. You didn't even put two cents in there. You're not serving, you're not sowing, you're not giving. How are you going to expect to make a demand from the heavenlies? It's in your account. Father, bless your people in their giving. Thank you that those accounts will overflow in this next season. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.